The following podcast is a production of the network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Jeff's already straight up on the is already on the Facebook, uh, letting us know what's up, everyone. Hey, hey, what's going on, everyone watching us on Facebook, or on our Twitch, or even on our YouTube live? Uh, what is up? Hello, and letting everyone know that we are live. Live, come view us, come watch. There, very simple, very generic. Everyone, all the players, I require you to share that you guys are watching on Facebook. Everyone know. All right. Well, I hope everyone's had a good week and has had a, a moment to think about how you'll all proceed moving forward. As, I, as we left off, you had started to begun venturing into the trouble that the land of Barovia has uh, to offer for you all. Uh, I have the Fabala 5. Yeah. We're just going to jump right into this. Uh, before we do jump into this, though, and get right into this campaign, because we have a guest, and I want to get into the story that I've started to lay out with Curse of Strahd. Uh, before we get into that, I want everyone to know, please make sure to head on over to DCT and that way, DCT Industries. Got the logo right sitting there to Ricky's left, if he just wants to put his finger, his like pointer finger up. A little bit lower, a little bit lower. Right there, lower. There you go. There you go. There you go. If you guys want to go check out DCT Industries on Instagram at DCT underscores industries, as well as on Facebook at DCT Industries dot tabletop game, or is it dot gaming? I'm going to go blank on it every time. Frick, they have it right then. Uh, anyway, head on over to Facebook, DCT Industries. Head on over to Instagram, DCT underscore industries. Check them out. Uh, they're a brand new game coming out called Kaimon. It is a mashup of, think, uh, war gaming, like a uh, Warhammer uh, 40K meets Pokemon with a table mat, little monsters called Kaimon, very similar to what you would find with like a, with D&D monsters. But instead of D&D, they're Kaimon. And I'm, this isn't a Kaimon. I'll get Kaimon soon, hopefully, to be able to show you all. But if you want to see what Kaimon look at, like head on over to their Instagram page or Facebook to check them out. But what you have is you have monsters called Kaimon that are battling other monsters, similar to Pokemon or Bakugan or even like Yu-Gi-Oh, where that different monsters can, uh, can benefit from the terrain and gain advantage in combat. And there's a whole mess of moves that each monster has. So basically, head on over to DCT Industries, get hyped for Kaimon. It's really fun. I got to play a couple rounds of it with Jeff, the creator. Super fun. Uh, Jeff, smug whale. I can't get over it. Uh, He's just so cool, and I can't wait to see what Tony does up and paints him, uh, paints him up. I'm very interested to see. But check out DC into DCT Industries. Let's start rolling, guys. So as we, did leave, as we last left off, the Fabala Five have entered the village of Barovia, walked up, and uh, through some very persuasive checks from our, uh, ha- from our warlock Howard, uh, rolled some free nights in at the Blood on the Vine Tavern uh, with one of the owners, Alenka, that had offered him a nice little pie that he liked to snack on. 
while Howard passed out from a very tiring journey, the remaining of the party snooped around in the tavern a bit, got scared by some vampires outside in the night, as well as uh, Remus shooting the shit with our, uh, one of our assassins, possibly, in the tavern. But before falling to bed and leaving, they had found a small vial that something just is not right about it trying to tap into Howard's possession. We pick up there. It is... Hmm. Hey, Soth, when would you wake up the party? When would I wake up? Yeah, when would you Pro- wake up? Probably at the uh, first crack of dawn as the sunlight just starts peeking over and you can get that one annoying ray that just shines in your eye no matter which way you turn, it just kind of follows you. Okay. All right. Um, crack of dawn. Make a perception check. Say with disadvantage. It's a frick with disadvantage. You're looking outside, trying to think about how early it is and if it's time to wake up the rest of the party, and you notice you really can't tell time looking outside. The sky has this very heavy overcast. It's a little bright. But maybe it's the morning. Who knows? That's what you're doing. You're most likely. (laughs) (laughs) DM inspiration is given to Remus. Um, I'll I'll, uh, start waking everybody up. I'll uh, open up Remus's good eye and... uh, Tell them it's time to wake up. And then wake everybody else up. Oh. To wake up Finks. He's, uh, oh, Finks was, when he fell asleep, he fell asleep cradling in your arms. He did. And I was on to him. So I'll wake that little guy up first. So. Okay. Finks, you're woken up. It is probably 8 o'clock, 8.30 in the morning. You smell some baking sizzling out uh, in the common area being cooked. Okay. Um, I'm actually going to take some time to myself in the room. Um, I want to do some meditation in the morning um, due to the the bad dreams Finks was having. Um, I'm going to cast the remove curse on myself and just kind of meditate over that. Hopefully that fixes whatever happened to him in the alley. Now that cast, now that remove curse is cast off, you may now regain those hit points when you heal up. Oh, okay, I didn't get the last. I didn't get the rest. Oh, man. So, yeah, unfortunately, it, okay. it wastes until the until it wears off. Then you can long rest from it. Got it. Okay, that's why it was a pain, and that's why it was a pain with the mummy rot and the the curses in the in the pyramid. And I have to ask now because it might come up later. Now that I had a reason to remove curse for myself, does the black dagger have to stay with me? Or is that a curse on the weapon? Either way, I'm keeping it. I'm just asking. Mechanics, mechanics in my head was not uh, just a remove curse. It's very specific. So Okay. Keeping it. Still love just making sure. I need to know how to roleplay it. Yeah. It's still, there's All still right. a possession of this dagger that 
finally made. So that will be my my actions during the early morning. Okay. Make a perception shock as you walk out of the room. Uh, no, thanks. Thanks. Uh, rolled a 16. Okay, fair enough. Um, all good? My guess, can you shoot me a text of uh, what you feel that your character is wearing to be kind of uh, covered up? Shoot me that, please. Um, Azoth, you go into the, into the door adjacent to yours. You walk out, knock on it, open the door. You see a yellow, tattered, cloaked individual covered by a darker, richer red a crimson looking cloak that's almost hugging him as he's wrapped it around like a blanket. And you see Remus chilling there, sprawled, passed out. Hmm. Let's uh, wake them both up and tell them it smells like something's uh, cooking out there. We should probably get some food and uh, look around a little bit now that it's uh, daytime. I, I think we should stay away from that pie Howard was eating. He uh, he was ready to come out yesterday, and then he just fell asleep. No pie. But unless it's good pie, I don't know. Howard likes the pie, apparently. Yeah, if I could get the recipe, that would be fantastic. Okay. Um, maybe, you, maybe you can ask the uh, one of the women that had given it had given you the pie. How to get the recipe or where to get more from? A little extra cinnamon in it. Yeah, I think I don't know if it was a hint of nutmeg or what it was, but well, it was a hint of something, all right. It was pretty good. Uh, I'll say uh, Remus, make a history check. Okay. Ooh, twenty-one. Woo. These pies, while you were, you did have a pretty lengthy talk with Sorvia. And she let you know that these pies are specifically. These pies are made from a uh, coven of women that like to bake uh, goods for the villages of Barovia and up in Balakai at the old bone grinder mill. Oh. Yeah. Uh, old bone grinder mill is more south, uh, far or off to the west and south down one of the paths, and you can see their windmill. And they like to deliver pies to the local uh residents of the of the towns and help them uh, escape and get away. You are aware that they are addictive. She did let she did let slip. She did tell me that. Uh well Howard, I know the the pies can be addicting, but I I won't tell you one way or the other if you don't. So if you do want another pie, I know where to get them or at least an idea of where they're made. I hear they deliver them to the town though, so we might just wait around and you can probably trade someone for one of their pies. I just might do that, actually. Hmm. I feel like it's the easiest way to stay under the radar. And just if we see one, we can yeah. we can talk to them. 
Yeah, especially because we don't, I don't really know where we're at besides Barovia, but I don't know anything more about it. So, um, uh, yeah, There's, I feel like everywhere uh, we go, we end up getting chased out or thrown in jail somehow, or kids end up with drugs. And I don't, you know, this place just, first of all, I haven't really seen any kids, but secondly, like, I don't know if, if I want to keep continuing that. Like, hopefully this could be different. I don't know. Oh, yes. Uh, I mean, huh. They seem like they're, uh, it, from what I, I, what you were sleeping, I had the pillowcase on. I don't okay. know if I slept. I don't know if I slept with the pillowcase on. <laughs> you know, I couldn't tell if that was a dream or not, but you did kind of. Oh, no, it was, it, I, I put a pillowcase on my head and made one eye slip. Um for my good eye, uh, but it sounds like they're uh, they're a scared people. I, I don't know. They they pay these taxes to this, this lord who keeps the town safe, but then they still get attacked by different monsters, and everyone just seems very skittish that still resides here. Oh, okay. So are they skittish from the lord then, because he's not really protecting them from their taxes, or? Well, no, I, I think they, he still protects them, but they just, they never know what's going to slip through the cracks. That's why they have, they're very, like, reserved with letting people in. Oh, so, I mean, should he even bother with trying to talk to this lord and seeing if maybe he can up his uh, securities around here? I, that, that could be good. He might, I, I don't know if, I don't know what we're trying to do. <laughs> he might know how, how we can get, how we can get back from where we came yeah i wonder if maybe whatever if he could because i don't know i feel like we're in a different plane again so i wonder if maybe if we can help him maybe he can help us get back to the mountains or wherever we needed to go for your dad yeah it seems like a, a i don't know the plane doesn't from what I, I at least I discussed, it seems like people come and not many go, but people randomly come to Barovia. But I think there's not much besides small outskirts of Barovia, at least from what I've heard. It doesn't sound like there's a whole world we're trying to figure out. Okay. You find out this is a fairly isol- isolated uh, valley of land. That there is, there are a few pockets of space that are cleared from the surrounding forest. You did, uh, you did overhear uh, talking, but there is a very much a uh, guarded and captured by the mountains to the south of the land, as well as by the thick, dense forest that comes around the north and hooks around to the far west also. And there's this thick blanket of fog that does wind, that does wind in between the trees that it was, it was slipped that without the right protection or potions, traveling through the fog is very difficult. Um, while you guys are having this discussion out uh, in the tavern area, there is uh, one of the women that you, neither of you had actually really spoken with, Keith uh, Middle friend uh the middle woman and 
you see her get up and uh, walk over to the table that you have all had found yourself at and goes, would you like uh, something to eat? I think uh, Attic has something cooking, a little gristling meat, perhaps. Meat on stick you don't like? Do you have any more pies? <laughs> Make a persuasion check. If you're being serious. Yeah, I'm being serious. Be serious. <laughs> Natural 20. I have... Uh, I'll, I'll, fetch, I'll, I'll get one for you. I'm sure we have one laying around somewhere. Those are amazing. But I heard you all talking about having to find something for your father. Uh, do you know where you have to go to look for an item in Barovia? It's, it's, not so, it's not so safe to just wander amongst the woods. Oh, uh, no, this, this, is, this isn't in Barovia. This is another place that we have to go through. They're in some mountains. They're big and they're in a, another dimension. Oh, are you? <laughs> I'll uh, get that scroll or script or whatever it was that was on the uh, the body. Yes. I'll, I'll unroll it and I'll say, we're actually trying to find, and I'll find the name and say whatever, who it was from. Uh, signed. Uh, Go to your notes. Which one oh, was assigned? Koylan Indrovich. Koylan Indrovich. There you go. Uh, <laughs> just, <laughs> oh, you poor soul. Poor soul. Uh, he's, he's dead. Uh, he's. Where is my notes on him? And at that, she goes, ah, you, you're a poor soul uh, trying to, wanting to give help to that folk. Um, as she walks off going, I'll, be, I'll get you a pie in just a moment. Uh, I'll bring someone back then that perhaps can give you a little bit of information on him. And she goes off in search for your pie and food. Uh, what else? Oh, so I guess the, the OG Burgermeister is dead, so we got Burger Jr. Uh, in town. He looked very sad at the bar last night, so I don't know if we want to pay him a visit. I mean, don't all these big guys essentially, like, live at the same place? One dies, the other one kind of just goes and takes over? I think so. I assume it was recently, but I don't know what happened exactly. With this, uh, she comes walking over, and uh, you see Varabelle coming out of the kitchen with a uh, two plates. One has a small little pie on it, a little saucer style, and then she has an actual plate that has a few slabs of cooked uh, thick uh, Canadian-style bacon, the big thick ham. And there's a few like skewers of sporks and knives and kind of like sliced and ripped it up, but looking not not very presentable. It's about a two on the on the uh, Gordon Ramsay scale and you actually see her uh, pat this big cloaked fellow that has this uh, scale mail uh, peeking out from underneath this reaper like big black draping ominous reaper looking cloak that covers their body they appear to be a big thick bulky strong individual 
and Azoth, make a perception check as she kind of claps him on the shoulder, going, "22." <laughs> uh, you can just make out the words they're saying. They are looking for uh, Kolyan Adovich. Uh, break the news to them. And walks past him, hands the plates uh, over, slides the pie in your direction. En- enjoy. Uh, please don't be fooled by uh, Elenka. She's got, a, uh, she's got a spicy side to her. She walks off. Toodaloo. Good to know. Oh, thank you. Thank you. You all see the larger, thick individual. The <laughs> There's a thudding noise as his feet go to swing off of his bar stool and just st- uh, stand very stoically in your direction. A little figureless. You see him take a shot. Does almost a cheer, like kind of a throws a drink back comes walking up to you this green dark skinned individual of six and a half feet proportion big thick tusks coming up this dark glorified scale male on the chest that you can start to see as his black dragon scales with speckles of gold unveil yourself as our guest walks up. <laughs> the name popped up. <laughs> yes. So the first thing you hear is, well, this is the worst goddamn place I've ever been. Hey, boom, boom. Yes, yes, it is terrible, Preachy. He reveals the hood. And it's boom, boom. And he goes, (laughs) Mama sent me. This Corleone man is dead. I did not know him. I did not give shit, as you say. But it is good to see you. And then he looks, then I look at Remus and I go, what the hell happened to I? Is this some kind of brother game? And I want to immediately punch Remus in the other eye. (laughs) Make a deck save. And I'll say, roll attack roll for shits and giggles. Oh, okay. Deck save. Uh, that's only an eight. I just got a 15. Okay. This is a, you see, boom, boom. <laughs> kind of chuckle at you, go throw a punch at your shoulder, and you're ready to take it. And then you see it comes at your head, and you quickly just dive out of the way to the side. It's a little close, but hey, boom, boom's back, and boom, boom's wow. in Barovia. Azoth gets up, runs back to his room, opens up the door and goes, Finks, you still got Boom Boom's skull in your bag? Uh, I look for it. Do I have it? Make an investigation check. Oh, boy. Uh, a five? You don't see a skull. Not at least of the one from uh, the brew, the winery. Uh, no. And I just kind of have like a handful of skulls. (laughs) No. (laughs) Okay, just checking. I'll shut the door, go back. uh, I'll look at Boom Boom and um, reach into my bag and I'll hand him back uh, the gun in the pouch and say, I've held this on, held held on to this for you. 
this is very incredible to have gone back. And I immediately shoot it. I shoot one off in the air. Hopefully give really heart attacks. This really, I get it. We're not the best here, but outside with the gun games. I just get gun back. You you okay. Mama will take care of you. So, boom, boom. You're staring at uh, Howard, Remus, and briefly, you do vaguely remember the uh, what elf, Azoth. Just briefly. But All I remember is there was incident. I remember a shoving man through chest, which was still hilarious. <laughs> and then I remember touching something or drinking something which was stupid and very indicative of Boom Boom's character. And then I, I disappear and now I am in stupid land with fog and things that try to bite you when you sleep. It is very terrible. That sounds awful. I'm going to look at Howard. Howard, do you remember who this is? Do I remember now that I see him or still now? Make a wisdom saving throw. Okay. Can I tell that Howard doesn't recognize me? Because if so, I know what to do. Make an insight check. Okay. Uh, that oh, is sure. a hold on, saving throw. A nine saving throw. Howard. The vague images feels like you've had dreams of this individual, but you don't remember any details. You don't remember any specific memories. You just remember glimpses and and moments of fighting in battles and shooting dual wielding eldritch blasts with this with this gray with this uh, dark green skinned half orc. You don't remember who he is. It's on the tip of your tongue, but you you don't know. Insight checks, though, from Boom Boom's side. Oh, I rolled before. I nah, nah. I, I, I'm, I'm too busy looking at Remus's one eye and being mm-hmm. like, and, and questioning what the hell happened. I feel oh, like I just so familiar, <laughs> but I don't know you. You don't recognize me. Are you stupid? What? What don't you get? I go come here, and I grab him by the back of the head, and I pull him in, and I give him like a really oh, okay. disturbing <laughs> hug. <laughs> uh, this. Seems vaguely familiar. Does this oh. ring bell? Because if not, I can keep doing this. There was man who used to ride on back. There was uh, some other some other things. <laughs> I'm sure there was, but I, I don't know. Does it Just say yes. Yes, yes. I totally remember everything. Okay, bro, I give Make a decept- back decept- to me straight deception check. Oh, okay. <laughs> Ooh, nice. Uh, deception, 23. I... Howard's been known to play tricks on you, boom, boom. Howard may be playing a trick. Uh, Howard just kid. And then I just want to, like, you know, like, the thing you're not supposed to do to babies, like, hug them right and shake them around? I do, <laughs> I do, I do that to Howard. <laughs> okay. Watch the coat. Watch the coat. Okay. So, you guys are in the Blood on the Vine Tavern. You're all sitting there. What are you doing? It's this morning. Uh, what are your plans? Um, <laughs> what are you doing to kick well, first, us off? 
first I'm telling Boom Boom, oh, this is just a cover up from the uh, that surgery I did long, long ago and put that magic eye in my eye. Oh, yeah. Flip it up. And then I put it back down. People don't oh, like to see the, the marks around the side. Well, uh, whatever. Me and Mama are, are apparently back together. So, hey, stranger things happen. Have, have you been here long? You've. I think. I don't, you, uh, <laughs> boom, boom. Have I? So, boom, boom. You've been here for roughly better part of two weeks now, searching for a specific item in a mountain um, that plumes white smoke. There is a mountain that has white smoke that come out of top of it. I am here looking for something for Mama. I've been here two weeks. I've been sleeping outside like common animal. It is very oh. strange. Howard got us room somehow. I'm not. You just kind of talked to him. Yeah, I just said that I had rooms. <laughs> oh, they let me have them. Well, that that is fantastic. I I. I, I yeah. did not I did not ask anyone. Oh well, that's probably I, why then. I just slept outside because I was tired. <laughs> I guess I guess that would make sense. Like I'm still looking at you, like it's something is not registering right. Like I feel like I know you, but I don't know you, and I'm just trying to figure you out right now at the moment. <laughs> I'm also not doing the right boom boom voice. I forgot how to. No, do it. and so it's gonna take. No, no, that's while. that's fine. It's just Howard is like trying to process you and like. Trying to see if he can figure out boom boom. How long? How many times? How long and how hard is how we're gonna try to really process boom boom? <laughs> how long in his character? Because I need you to make another wisdom sh- wisdom save if you're going to to uh, really I push th- it. Oh, okay. Like right now, probably for a few minutes. But like I think overall, like he's gonna continuously as long as boom boom's around, he's just gonna continuously like be perplexed and see if he can figure out whatever. Okay. Let's set one more off just for the night, for the day. Let's say, uh, make a following check, uh, make a following wisdom save for me. Nope. It's a six. You feel that there's this pulsing throbbing sensation on your forehead in the mark where it had, where you had been, uh, had been struck in the forehead during your dream away. And every time you try to really prod further into the memory of boom, boom in this, who this new individual is, it feels as if your brain is pushing beyond your skull where there's a hole burrowed into your skull and the brain is trying to force itself out to reject something that had taken hold. Okay. I'll run back to the room, crack open the door again and say, thanks. Don't know how long you need, but whenever you're ready, uh, Boom Boom's back. Uh, half orc exploded with the coin, got the gun, broke the glass. Uh, he's back. Back again. All right. Things uh, pops up from under the bed. I heard a loud noise. Boom Boom got his gun back. Well, I mean, I gave it to him, so. Okay, Boom Boom. Yeah. The one that exploded? Yeah. All right, I kind of go it. walk outside and make sure I'm looking at the right thing. Walk out. That's the one that exploded. At least you haven't seen many half-orcs done up in cloaks and armor. Um, hmm. Boom, boom. How did you come back? 
Oh, this. Wait, hold on. I, let, let me try to get the boom of voice. It's, it's slower and more deliberate. It's like it. Wait, no. For you got Obama. this. It it is very good to see you. Boom Boom is very happy to see. I don't know how I come to be here. It is just what Mama gift, and what Mama gift is what Boom Boom follow. Even after um, Mama and Boom Boom have falling out, Boom Boom was very disciplined. It did not go well for Boom Boom, but now Boom Boom is very deliberate again and servant of mama. Well, I'm glad you're back, but I don't want to have to bury you again. Please be safe and don't eat anything you're not supposed to. That sounds Speaking like of... challenge to Boo Boo. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking, Speaking of, of, I got this brand new pie, actually, Boom Boom. Um, would you like it? It's actually really good. I liked it a lot. I had one last night. Uh, amazing. I need to find the recipes for this, but um, I feel like you might like it. Do you wish to eat a pie given to you by the Howard? I, I don't like normally I would, but the fact that Howard hasn't really seemed like Howard is kind of weird. And I'm like, how many of these pies have you eaten? Uh, I just only had one last night. I tried to get more. Uh, she only gave me one more for now. Uh, apparently there is a somebody that comes through and sells them in this town like once a month or once every couple of weeks or something like that. So figured I'll probably just wait around until we get more. Mama teach Boom Boom very important thing. When Boom Boom feel he'd be stupid. It is called pop quiz. And I will give you one now. Okay. When Boom Boom shove rich snooty man through treasure chest, did he do it in A, a pyramid, B, the snow and ice, or C, did he do in Big Tent? Can I roll an insight check to see if I can, like, get an answer off of that? Yeah, or... make it, make, roll an insight <laughs> check. Nope, eight. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say ice sounds like it was pretty cold out, if I remember. Make a deception oh, check. People in the ice. Yeah, there Make was it. ice and cold. Uh, ugh, ten. Boom boom. Howard's pretty good at lying, and this is something very simple and easy that he should be lying about. And something slipped there. Hmm. Boom boom. Notice. Um, I'm gonna hit the pie out of his hand, and I go, "You should not be eating these pies, where you forget your own brother, you stupid idiot." Wow, that was actually a really good pie. That was the only one I had. So. Well, it is something else, Mama, tell you. Your brain and your brain on pie, and it is like you right now, and you sizzle like, like dipshit, like common dipshit, as Mama say. She called uh -huh. Boom Boom this many times. Oh, this Mama did. <laughs> Interesting. You do not know Mama? Do I know Mama? Do I remember Mama or no? <laughs> Boom, 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 does one of these. He does a red sample. He's like. The only mama I know is. Um, actually, I don't know a mama. 
I don't really know my parents now that I think about that. Azos just going to start putting meat from the table in a bag because we might need it later. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm eating. I'll go, I'll go pick up some of the pie, put that in there. I know. Too. Just all mixed together, meaty pie in a bag. Just... I know of a king, but that's about it. No parents, no mamas, no brothers or sisters. I mean, I consider these guys kind of my family. And I guess you were family at one point, but I wish I could remember. I don't. All right, so Boom Boom just turns to Remus and goes, this is not from Mama. This this from Boom Boom. What the hell happened to Howard? Did, I, he, did he fall on head? He's he's taken a lot of na- induced damage induced naps. Um, I don't know. I I've tried I've tried your quiz, but in a more extensive form, and uh, it's it. There's certain things he remembers, certain things he doesn't. He doesn't remember the, the pants or Damien or coming through on that ship and the, the people we met. And he's, <laughs> I, 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 he might forget even more of that. I don't know. How do you not remember pants? They were nicest pants in all the nice journey. Azoth will pipe up and go, his mask fell off, it doesn't work. His coat has gotten some holes in it. It's been set on fire. It's been drowned. We've been through a lot of crap. And I don't even know how long since you've been gone. The dude, he, he like killed a dinosaur, apparently. He like tried killing a caterpillar cocoon casing. He, he he's, he's Howard. Just, just, he had some weird bugs attached to him. He, he's, he's Howard, but he's Howard. Uh, what I Howard. think we should do, Howard, it, it, please, please take seat. This will not take long. I, I think we should carry out formal exorcism on Howard. Make um, oh, I'm not possessed. It, it kind of seemed like you are possessed, Howard. Please just. I, I mean, it, if I think you, you might be possessed, though, if you're talking about mama, mamas. The, it, uh, uh, Remus, and at this moment, Remus will chime in, and he's like, "Howard, that's actually very, very par for the course." We've uh, we've known Boom Boom. That Boom Boom was there when the the two of us had met. Boom Boom was the third person we had met and worked together way back. Oh God! So. He's this is boom boom. To, at least for me, boom boom is acting as he should, as I expect him to, hmm. even after not seeing him and assuming he was dead. It it has been quite the ride for boom boom. He sleep outside last couple make, nights like make common an, dog. Another saving throw. One last wasn't saving throw. As both okay. Remus is now contributing oh, to this. Nice. Uh, twenty three. Okay. You start to feel this pulsing in your head. Again, it hurts. Again, it pushes. Roll one more time. Wisdom save? Wisdom save. Do you push, do you push further to try and pull these memories to fruition? Yeah. Okay. Um, dirty 20. All right. Howard, as 
you're thinking hard and you're calling the funeral, you paying your respects for some Joe Schmo that you didn't really even know that well in Isocross. You remember looking over and seeing this purple tiefling next to you. And as you look up to the distance, you see this woods and this individual come breaking forth from him. And you remember, I need you to fall to the ground with zero hit points. As you all see Howard drop to the ground, make death saves for me, please. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> um, can I do some cleric stuff? Yeah, you can. Okay. But you see him, boom, first death save. All right, let's go. Let's you, do this. Are you rolling or you want me to? Because no, I'm time, doing the digital roll so we you, can all yeah. see. 15. Okay. Succeeded one. Finks, what are you doing? You uh, all I'm see Howard drop him. to the ground, start to spaz. I'm going to give him nine health with a cure wounds. Okay, Howard. Okay, I was going to say 18 was the next roll. <laughs> As you're coming back, you have these memories and the experience and the time. But unfortunately, the mental energy and wear and tear, you feel exhausted. So you currently are suffering one point of exhaustion and you feel weaker as you are currently level six. With your memories having come back to you, blocked off from a very traumatic incident that had allowed you to proceed forward, come flooding as it's pulsing in your head. It's like a throbbing of a headache that you always just, just, at least for the past two weeks, you would just learn to just ignore. As parts of your memories come back, you lose a little bit of your connection. Something's off. But you, you, you remember it all again. There is no blank spots. You remember Arlo. You remember Rude. You remember Boom Boom. You remember the dragon. You remember slaying him. You remember the painting ripping in flames. You remember the fight in the church with the devil that had, sla- that had slain with Arlo. I, I do remember you. I was just going to walk off. He's just going to walk off back towards the tavern on his own. <laughs> boom, boom, turns to everyone and goes, the exorcism was successful. Praise be <laughs> to mama. What are we doing? <laughs> At that point, water. Remus, make a perception check as you feel a <sighs> almost like a smoldering smell. Am I having a stroke? Is it burnt toast? <laughs> It's kind of like almost like a burnt toast smell. You said like perception? Parch- yes. Uh, parchment. Smoldering. It's going to be a 19. Easy. You, you smell a smoldering, uh, burning parchment smell as the black envelope that your father had given you. The one that was rolled up and sealed and tucked away in your back pocket begins to kind of billow pocket smoke. Out of one of your back pouches. I should definitely open that. Pull it out. As you pull it, it's even hot to the touch a little bit. Break it open and read it. You see a bunch of red scrawled 
Actually, what languages do you know? Uh, that's a great question. You just I know Infernal and Common and Thieves can't. All right. And I'd say who else knows Infernal? Boom Boom? Uh, nope. nope. Abyssal and Draconic. Hmm. All good. So you, what you do read in Infernal and a slight resemblance to your father's handwriting, Remus, is a poem of sorts that is written on this black parchment in red, devilish-looking ink. Search ye far or ride. Search ye far or search ye near. You'll find no trace of the three unless you follow instructions clear. For the weapons abide with me. South past forest, farm and furrow, you must go to the feathered mound. Then down away from the sun you'll burrow, Forget life, forget light, forget sound. And it goes on for more of a poem. Are you reading this out loud or are you keeping this to yourself? I'm, that's what I'm asking you. Yeah. Are, you gonna, are you reading would, it out loud? To um, I would keep the, I would probably paraphrase it to back to the group once I know what everything else says. Give me a second to send you this then. Sick. We have table whispers as... A poem has begun to be, uh, he began to read. So, as you see, this, this, le- this letter that you'd been given now reads a clue of sorts. This is somewhat reassuring, I think. Maybe. Boom, boom. Make a history check. 17. Okay. As Remus begins to just, under his breath, read out the beginning of it, you notice it sounds familiar. As Mama used to read you a lullaby of a poem. And it sounds familiar to one of them telling you of a uh, of a mountain that adventurers were known to seek, seek out and prove their glory. May I see this letter? Uh, it sounds like yeah. mountain lullaby. Mama used to read to me. I think it, well, it got hot when you brought up the, the, the you were the White Smoke Mountain? Is that what you said? White Plume. Mountain with the White Plume. Yeah. It got hot when you brought that up, so I I can only imagine. We thought it was a... Well, I, I thought it was a different mountain in another plane of existence, but now I have no idea again. Sure, Boom Boom, why not? For old times here, check this out with me. Okay. So, do I... Can I understand anything on it? Do you read Infernal? Uh, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Abyssal and Draconic. Uh, fancy words. I fancy do words. read Infernal, but I'm nowhere near you guys right now. So, uh, you seem to be struggling. I will read it out loud to you. Where is Where is Arlo? Where is Small Man who got very big sometime? Uh, he would, he would be able to read letters. You guys remember him? At least you remember them. I. Everything keeps changing, and 
Howard forgot everyone, so I thought I was crazy. But now that you, Boom Boom, are here and are also remembering them, that's great news. Have all of you developed a drug problem since Boom Boom gone? It boom seems boom, very, I've... <laughs> everything is very <laughs> strange. <laughs> we've, we've changed planes so many times. My brain, my brain is, we, we were there and then we were in the carts and we fought with you and then we ended up in the Feywild and then we came back and now we're here. You know how we got here, Boom Boom? We got here on a flying cart with wheels with magic runes that we stole and somehow smoke just appeared around us and we just ended up in the woods. Boom Boom is going to keep eye on you. you you're playing tricks <laughs> with Boom Boom. I wish I was this time, Boom Boom. All right, I will read the, oh, oh I guess, I don't, who else is at the, ta- is anyone else at the tavern that I would care hears me? <laughs> Everyone is sitting in the tavern. Howard, are you walking out of the tavern or are you in the tavern around the table? As Azoth's just like in the middle of like stashing meat away. Finks, what are you doing? Uh, I was just kind of eating. I was eating the stuff how our uh, Azoth wasn't stashing. Just kind of picking and eating. Kind of half paying attention to what's going on. Were we, hold on, were we all outside or inside the tavern? You're all inside we're the all tavern. Inside. Then you said you're oh, going to walk we off outside. the tavern. No, they were inside. Uh, okay, okay, never mind. Then I would have walked outside, so I'm just outside, kind of oh. near the door. If that's the case, then um, if Howard's actually walking outside, I kind of want to trail him just to make sure. I, I know I know the dangers out there. So, Okay. Kind of want to keep him in eyesight. Okay. All right, so I'll read this lovely poem to Azoth and Boom Boom then. Do you want me to clear tavern for you? Is it private poem? <laughs> I mean, who uh, who else is? Is there any here? There's just the bartender. And then one oh, drunk in the corner that's passed out, head down. Oh, the guy with the flask again? Yeah, he didn't leave. All right. Still passed out. Uh, no, corner. we're fine. This guy doesn't even know how to clean glasses. Or does he? Oh, man, I just had a crazy fourth wall break in my head that I was like, it's him. He's the DM. He's the DM. Oh, man. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I'll, I'll read this off to Azoth and Boom Boom. Search ye far or search ye near, you'll find no trace of the three. No trace of the three. Unless you follow instructions clear, for the weapons abide with me. South past the forest, farm and furrow, you must go to the feathered mound. Then down away from the sun you'll burrow. Forget life, forget light, forget sound. To rescue wave, you must do battle with the beast in the bubbling in the boiling bubble. Cross cavern vast where chain links rattle. Less whelm past water sprouts double. Black razor yet remains to be won. Underneath inverted ziggurat? Yep. Yeah. All right. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> That garnered, think not that you're done. From now, for now, you'll find you are caught. I care not, former owner's brave. I have heard that exact lullaby before. Mama has read to Boom Boom many times. Well, uh, do you think it has to do with your um, your 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 mission here? What what are do you know what you're looking for? I so boom boom, now to catch you up to speed. I don't think you met my dad. 
we had a house we own a house somewhere that we uh, we found went through a portal i met my dad he's a demon um he's uh he's pretty cool i guess he I, I can turn people into coins now once a day, and I've got this cool little pouch on my side. I show I lift up my shirt and show them the little weird like little skin tag. Slot. It's weird. Um, some skin modification stuff. I got like dollar signs tattooed on my hand. <laughs> okay. Uh, what was that, Azoff? I was just asking Anthony if you could just send me the poem since I yes. heard. It. Yes. Yes. Anthony, I'm sending you something real quick. Got it. Here. I'm just gonna through I'll shoot you the whole group in general. The whole the whole poem. Oh dang. Wait, should I not? That's okay, you already did. Guys, don't read that. <laughs> <laughs> but but yes, uh lullaby is exactly why I am here. Mama sent me to get black razor for her. She says it's very important for her, and so I must obtain. Okay. Okay. Hold on one second. Let me. Ooh, ooh, ooh. There we go. There's that. I mean, it sounds like if one is there, I, I'm looking for three. So it sounds like the other two might be there in the mountain as well. I'm fine with sharing. Well, that would be great because <laughs> Mama really wants Black Razor, and you know, <laughs> it's just something that has to happen. Uh, boom, boom, make a history check oh, with okay. advantage. Oh, good. You know. uh, let's see. There. Oh, that's terrible. Oh, that's better. All right. Uh, 18. 18. Uh, you are aware that within the a mountain of White Plume, there are magical weapons. They each were told to have uh, various powers and abilities, uh, varying degree of lengths of power. And this was more of a test or a challenge. And it was said that adventurers would go and seek of these weapons and very few would come back with them. So to decide to go after one would be, you know, it's a big deal. So it's not, no, oh, let me just go get this item. So it's not going to be easy to go get them. To undertake this, you, you all may want to prepare yourselves for this challenge. Right, but you've also met Boom Boom, and he's taking this. Oh, we will just go get the item. That is, that is true. Boom Boom is very much like that, too. We will just go get it from Mama. Mama wants it, what's his problem? We walk in, we kill the thing. And we take the thing. That is the boom boom way. That's the boom boom way. So, uh, I, I guess we can. I, if we think it's nearby, we should check it out. Do you want to ask people around? Well, there's no one in the bar right now except that bartender using a dirty rag to clean dirty glasses. I will oh. wake up Van in corner. Oh, oh okay. The bartender. Go to the bartender. Okay. Say, uh. Yes, uh, can I get you a glass of wine? Would you like the meat? I'll get you more meat. Hold on. He walks off. <laughs> Comes back. Here's a plate of meat and a uh, glass of wine. That'll be one silver. It's morning time, so more expensive. I'll, I'll pull out some money and just... Takes handful. it, gives you the pitcher. 
Thank you. Goes back to cleaning. All right. Question for you. Is there a giant bird's nest around here anywhere by any chance? Like I'm new, I'm new to the area, gonna do some sightseeing. I like to be close with animals. Is there like a giant bird's nest tourist attraction sightseeing? South of here, maybe. Bird's nests. Uh, birds are in the trees, probably. Big nest? I don't know. Can I get you glasses for your wine? How many you need? I'll get you some. Walks off. Get some glasses. Comes back. Here they go. Make a persuasion check with disadvantage. Uh, with disadvantage, persuasion, 14. He, he looks at you and goes, there's um, many ravens. Watch out for them. Uh, raven are all over in the lands in Barovia. Uh, maybe a larger, larger bird could be found, but I don't know. Be careful if a large, large nest has a really large bird. I think will kill you. Okay, I'll I'll throw down some more coins on the bar for him. Take everything and bring it back to the table, and I'll, I'll just hand Boom Boom the pitcher of wine. You get handed a silver pitcher of wine, standard red wine is in it. All right, I'm gonna slam it, hit it on the table like right where that drunk guy is, and go for a dead man. And then I grab the guy by the hair and I lift his head and I go, yo, wake up. <laughs> and I, I kind of slap him around. <laughs> like aggressively. Like, yeah. I am Boom Boom. I'm not from here. I look for a mountain with plume of smoke. White plume. That mama look for. You tell me where it is. That way. And so and he passes back out. Boom, boom, appreciate. And I drop him. And I walk over. I go, it is that way in south. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a lead. It sounds like from the poem, we're going to have to go underground, maybe. So maybe there's an entrance and we have to, or we have to start in the top and work our way down the mountain. Always going down. Mm. Always I love being underground. <laughs> good, good. I'm glad. <laughs> okay. So what's everyone do? Uh, you guys are all inside. Howard, what are you doing? You're walking outside in, into Barovia. And what are you looking for? I'm actually going to be sending you a question real quick. Of course. Um, hold on. Oh, I see them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Everything's back was... now. Yeah. Okay. It's so I would have recognized that at that point then. 100. You were the one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, man. It's been a buildup. Yeah, it has been. I was waiting for you. You didn't push hard enough before. No, I did because he wouldn't have known. Yeah, I know you wouldn't so, have. Um, all right. 
he is taking in his surroundings. Mm-hmm. He feels like something is very off with what he's been following. And he is immediately questioning everything about the king. He doesn't know if he wants to continue with him. He is unsure. Like right now, this is somebody who was like so head sure about like, no, this is the dude. Like this is my guy. Now he's not like you find out something and you're like, I don't know what life is anymore. Like this is throwing me for a loop right now. What's what's the power worth? Yeah. So right now he is. This is a horrible setting to have this realization too. This is horrible. Oh, I know. This is fucking great, man. I love it. Um, so yeah, he's going to just kind of walk off towards whatever buildings are across the street. Um, and just kind of like survey the building, look around, see if he can figure out his surroundings, I guess, and see if he can come up with a plan as far as like making his way back out here because he knows like this place isn't right he doesn't belong here he needs to go back and somehow fix what happened to him he's he's essentially having an existential crisis right now (laughs) is what's happening to him (laughs) make a wisdom check okay straight check is a frick so Howard's been through a lot and they're they're uh Finks, you're following Howard on this point. You're tailing him. Watch. Yeah. Make, are you being stealthy? Not so much stealthy as much as I'm giving him space. You know, I'm okay. not really trying to interact with him. But Okay. So you just kind of you see Howard storm out of the tavern, walk straight kind of into the tenor, the town square, if you will, and you just kind of follow him out the door and just kind of watch from behind one of the pillar posts. As you see him start to have a breakdown, kind of throw his hands up, down. You see him even pull a book out and just kind of look through it, put it off to his side, grabs his forehead, just kind of shakes it, looks left, looks right, looks down the way that you guys had come into town. Howard, what was the wisdom check? Uh, it was a frick. One. Frick? Natural one. You don't know what you gambled with. You don't know how you would get back. What, you mean like in time to go back and stop everything? Or do you mean to get out of here? The, the like thoughts you're having. Of, thoughts, no, these are thoughts you're having. Yeah. yeah, these are all thoughts that he's having right now. Uh, to get out of Barovia? To, to go back? To go to the sand pits? Because that's kind of where it went. Started downhill, maybe. Or was it before that? I don't know. Hmm. Got to move what forward. Would he have remembered his dream back at the Oasis or whatever? Like what basically kicked it off or no? Make a history check. All right. Um, history. Oh, let me go back and do that. That was fixing my level. Sorry. Uh, no, it's all good, man. I love it. Uh, history is a seven. In this moment of just frantic recalling, 
Actually, no, that's it. I'll give you with advantage. Saying out in here, all of this is happening. This has been going on for a minute while Remus has been going over his letter with Boom Boom and Azoth. Mm. What's, what's, his, what's with the advantage of history? Oh, with the advantage. Uh, I'll give you another one. Uh, 13. Coming back from the Fey Wild was weird. And you know that coming back from the Fey can sometimes mess with your uh, kind of like well, the, the after effects. Like when you, when you go to the Fey Wild, coming back, there, there was always tendencies to have side effects. And as far as you all know, no one suffered any, which is kind of weird. It could be that you went through with the help of Remus, as Remus and his father had missed, had kind of went through hell. But even then, it's still weird. Can't exactly figure out what happened wrong. It doesn't stick out. And even if it did, maybe it wasn't it. Maybe this is just a sacrifice of a path of dedication. Thinks you see Howard have a crisis just in the to- in the town square, just kind of looking around, backing up and down streets. You see one of the shops to the uh, across the street. Howard looks to be a um, Bildris Mercantile, looks to be like a general store, but you see that the uh, the glass on it is covered in a big thick layer of dust, and there's no lights on in the place. No candlelight. You don't see any figures moving around. Appears to be closed. Hmm. Uh, I'm going to go knock on the door anyway. Empty. All right. Well, I guess that's uh, one more thing to add to the list of weird-ass shit today. Um, I'm just going to turn around and start heading back towards the tavern. Turn around, head back to the tavern. You see Fink's kind of poking his head out from one of the beams, just kind of nonchalantly just chilling there, watching a little bit. Can look over, see him. Nod. I'm okay. I think I'm okay. Well, Fink's, Fink's can offer great wisdom in times of need, so please don't hesitate to ask me on how I can help. And I kind of like use my mending spell just on nothing. <laughs> uh, I have nothing right now, but when I do, you'll be the first one I come to. Okay. Things will just kind of walk back with them then. Okay. You guys walk. You guys end up uh, leaving the tavern inside of it. Yeah, I think we would have probably walked out by this point. Um, Unless you guys are distinctly not. I had one while I was going to try and do something in the tavern. Yes, what's up? I was going to see if Sorvia was there. I would ask the bartender because he's the only person that's working. Oh, so you'd like some wine too. Hold on, let me. No, no, no. He walks off. He's already already walked off. I hate you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I hope he doesn't hear me if he does it's okay too I suppose comes back Busted. has a glass he just smears it like with a dirty greasy rag wipes it clean clean uh, pours a glass of wine in it here you go It'd be one silver 
I I don't want one. I I just wanted to know if Sorvia was in. Oh, so Sorvia's not in. Should be in later. But is is she nearby? Is that is that a thing? Make a persuasion check. <laughs> he looks over at Boom Boom. Goes. I I'll get you another wine. Uh, he can have mine. It's okay. It's okay. Poor, he's poor. He's pre-filling a new pitcher. <laughs> That'll be uh, two silvers now. How is the pitcher one more silver than the glass? All right. You said Price persuasion? is weird. <laughs> morning. <laughs> persuasion. It's morning uh, time. 27. Nah, Sarina's not here. She's be uh, here later when it gets dark out. I, I asked if she was near. Near. She's not nearby. nearby. She's not nearby either. I. I think she's sorry. gone to visit her. Fa- <laughs> sorry, I didn't catch that. <laughs> she is oh, here. <laughs> he let you know, and uh, with him bringing this up, uh, boom, boom. You are familiar of the Vistani encampment that is off to the uh, side of town. Um. That is uh, to the uh, west. That is past the uh, over near the Serf Pond that the Vistani do, camp, do camp out near. And she could be there if she's with Vistani. But he doesn't give you any hint or clue or any direction towards Remus. He just says uh, she's with the other Vistani, probably at the camp. Very bare bones information. At least, All right. well, well, see you later, Brand Flakes. What Thank a nice you. cereal box. Thank you. I'll see you later. She just goes back to cleaning glasses. Uh, uh, boom, boom. You said you've been here some time now. Uh, that uh, boom, boom has been here two weeks. You might know where like the Vasani Gypsy camp people are. It is their lake. It is west, but drunk man tell us to go that way and south. I'll I'll let you lead if you you'd like to go. I, I figured if we're gonna but, go to this mountain, we should probably ask someone who's competent about if, any advice. Oh, you know you know of guide to to Fogland. No, I just I know someone that's from here that is aware of of the world and might be able to help us. I don't know if they'll come with us. Why don't we just send someone to talk to them? We we don't have guys. (laughs) We just have guys to send. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I assume at this point in adventure career you would have guys. No, we we it's it I got I got Howard who burnt well I I technically I burnt his coat. Um, but Howard, Howard's got a tattered coat. We got Finks who walks around and with skulls and keeps daggers he shouldn't. And then Azoth here. Azoth's doing great. How how far is this camp? Uh, the camp is. I have a map here. According to the map, it is. Um, you are um, 
Going to the camp. Gonna eat a lot of camp. That's all I got. Oh man, I was jamming. <laughs> it was, it's, just, it's just gonna cycle. Going to the camp. Gonna eat a lot of camp. Uh, one point seven miles away. It's uh, about uh, three hours walk. Oh, this is not very far. This is only like three hours or so. Uh, Anthony, I mean, side note, can we see the mountain? Like, if we just look outside? Uh, looking outside, you do see many mountains uh, uh, just breaking the, the skyline far off to the south. You see that there are a few larger ones that peak up higher and they make a perception check with disadvantage. Six. A lot of mountains to the south, far off, southwest. Okay. I have no reason to doubt the instructions then. I can see the goal. Okay. And uh, more specifically, I'll say it is uh, 1.7 miles to it. So about about a five about a five hour five hour trek uh, of on foot to the camp. One point seven miles. Yep. Was it three hours a mile? Oh wait. That seems slow. Wait, hold on. Backwards. Hold on. Okay, hold on. Okay, sorry. 1.7 hours. It is roughly a five-mile trek. Okay. Good. That's it is right. even closer go. than Boom Boom thought. Yes. So it's roughly about two hours there, but it's be about five miles walk uh, to the camp. Right. So the, that would be where the Vistani could be. Uh, I've, I think it's worth a shot if we round up Finks and Howard and head over there. Uh, the Vasani are usually where this town gets all of their goods and wares, so we might be able to stock up before heading to the mountain if we need anything else. Or maybe they'll have cool shit that'll keep us safe. Could have cool shit. Okay. No. So, you guys are just going to leave out, leave out of the village? Just all trekking on? Or is there any prepping that we wish to do? Anything we wish to gather, say, discuss before we begin trekking well uh, if, if you don't okay. mind i was gonna say i just taken a quick short rest so i can kind of like feel a little better because i'm kind of tired um and maybe like if we can get a couple of potions or something i don't know um felt like i wanted chalk but i don't know if i want that anymore maybe i do i want chalk oh, oh okay um that's oddly extra, specific. Yeah. And uh, some extra papers just to scribble on right on. Nothing too fancy. Okay. Uh, I say collectively, I'll let someone make, who wants to make an investigation check for the party to kind of think of where to, find, where to get Howard the chalk and papers before leaving. Not me. Uh, my investigation sucks. So I mean, uh, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. 
Okay. We'll see here. 12. 12. You see the, the shop that's across the town square closed. Bildress Mercantile right up on it. You see uh, appears to be a little light that's uh, it would have a candle that would be lit and kept on at uh, in darker hours. You presume and looking at the shop it looks to be closed hasn't been open for quite some time boom boom uh, with Azoth kind of pointing the shop out where Howard was standing. You realize you've been there for the past two weeks. No one's gone in or out of there. Remus. Kevin. Oh, yeah. I'll give it a shot. I'll use Kevin, the key knife, and try and open up this door. Make a thieves. Make a uh, sleight of hand check. That's going to be a 16. You want to slide the key up into it as the uh, feathered part of the blade where the hilt is kind of grazes over your fingers. You feel that the key is nice and sharp and you slide it into the, into the hole, the blade shifting into the form of a key as you begin to kind of tinker with it one of the, with one of your other tools that kind of comes up to meet it to hit the tumblers. And as you go to turn it, there's an ink. As the door swing, uh, as you hear the door unlatch and partially open, just a crack, unlocked. I uh, don't know what else is behind the door, but I suppose we can head in now. There you go, Howard. Shop till you awesome. drop, buddy. All praise the king or whatever. And Azoth will sit outside and Keep guard. Azoth, roll a d20 for me real quick. Yeah. Uh, 10. Okay. Doesn't appear to be any guards walking by at this time or who knows what else may be in this village. Okay. Yeah, Howard's going to go in. <laughs> I will also go in with Howard. All right. You open this door, head into a very plain Jane, boring town shop. You walk in that there are two shelves behind you uh, on the wall as you enter in. It is dusty and smells of wood, like sawdust type town where the wood has just has been sitting in there and the shelves are have a thick layer of dust that hasn't been brushed or swept in weeks upon weeks. You presume, looking at the solid layer of dust that have been building up. Uh, as you walk into the, ta- uh, into the shop, there are shelves off to your left alongst the walls that are bare apart from two daggers that look rusted. There is a second set of shelves next to it that have uh, tarnished and moldy looking books on them. On the countertop, where whoever the owner of this would be that comes out, it is is plain. There is a sheet of paper that has a small scrawlings on it 
with a few uh, marks of numbers, almost like a almost like a beginning of a day ledger, and just kind of perusing it, looks over and you see that there's a big like line streaked from it from the bottom as of all, as if uh, wording was trailed off the page. And behind the counter, there is a kind of a premier shelving. And on that premier shelving, you see a big, heavy crossbow. Hmm. What you guys looking for? What you guys touching? What you guys taking? Heavy crossbow, two and a half yeah. feet long, thick. Uh, Howard, you looking at it, it's... you know this is going to be this is going to be heavy to hold. I was going to say it's not a simple weapon. I don't think. Let me double check that. I don't remember. I crossbow is. I'm looking it up. The heavy Look. crossbow. Book. This would be a something used for battle. This is a your shotgun of a bolt that's being launched. Howard, make an investigation check for me as you do see that there is a set of books no, on a shelf. Marshall. All right. Um, two handles. Did make a, I'm sorry, what? Investigation check. Investigation. Uh, 13. You do see next to the stack of books that are all titleless. There is a, there is a thick stack of uh, paper and parchment. It has a uh, devilish-looking stamp in the right-hand corner of all the pages that has a raven with a uh, castle overlooking on the stamp. Kind of almost okay. branded in the pages. Yep. I'm going to grab all the papers that I can and okay. stuff them in my bag. Stack of 50 papers, we'll say. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, any kind of like writing utensil or chalk or anything like that? You see that there is a single piece of purple chalk that has a shimmer to it. It's almost like it's dipped in like glitter. Okay, I'll grab it. Okay. Uh, cool. I'm going to shake it, hold it up to my ear, make sure it doesn't talk. Oh, I'm kidding. Okay, <laughs> right, cool. <laughs> um. <clears throat> And then uh, is there any kind of like drawer or anything like that? Cabinet or anything like that? Uh, make, another, make another, make a following investigation check. Remus, what are you doing while he's looking around? What are you going after? What do you, uh, you, you, you know, fancy with? I look at the heavy crossbow and I'm just like, I can use crossbows, but that's so big and cumbersome. I don't need it. Um, and then I'm going to look around. I saw the two rusted daggers. You said I'd look for, like, if there were nicer daggers, if there were any, but also um, Howard mentioned any sort of healing potion, so I, have, I can find some of those, too. That's Those are the two things. I'm, I'm not looking for anything else, really, besides those. Okay. Make an investigation check. I rolled a seven on mine. Okay. Unfortunately, Howard, you do find a simple pack of uh, chalk. It says, simple... Sorry, says no. I was looking for, I was looking for like drawers or cabinets. Drawers, or drawers. Yes. Sorry. Okay. Uh, with that, with that, you do find a drawer in a cabinet uh, behind the counter, cool. and as you pull it open, what you do find is a pack of chalk that says okay. "Stands Simple White Chalk," and it's awesome. 
a very clear uh, kindergartner pack of chalk that you would give to children to play with on uh, blackboards to uh, practice their early arithmetic mathematical wizard formulas on. And there are two pieces of chalk in the box that are broken in half. So two full pieces, but four halves, however you want to mark that. Okay, perfect. Uh, he's going to open up the pack and take out one little piece. Got it. Um, and with the drawer open, he's going to take out the little blue shimmering vial that he found the night before that was trying to talk to him. He's going to put it in the drawer. And with the chalk, he's going to write on the bottom of the drawer next to it, Mama was W-U-Z here, and then underneath that, the yellow king symbol. And then he's going to close the drawer. What you doing? Oh, hush, hush. Shh. Remus. Remus, you hear a voice pop into your head. Sounds like a child's. Remus. Who the hell? Howard, did you see a kid anywhere? I got a 12 for my investigation, by the way. And I'm now, I'm also now looking to see if there's a small child running around. You don't see a small child. Kid. You don't see no, any daggers other than you, two rusty ones. You probably hear what I was hearing. Uh, that vial that I found last night that I had you hold for me, I guess, that I stole. Oh, the one the fixed didn't identify it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I, I gave it back, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it started talking to me last night, and <laughs> I was totally going to, like, do it, I guess, this morning, but things transpired, and I kind of went through a crisis. Uh, I don't feel like I need to add to that at this moment, so I'm going to just kind of leave this here for the next person. Wait, what were you going to do? Uh, that's kind of a long question. All right. Well, uh, I yeah. mean, do, do you, if you want to leave it, I guess you should leave it. I don't know if you think it'll come in handy or what it is, but... I, I don't know. It already knew my name. And I feel well, like... Yeah, it, knew my, it knew my name, too. It has to do something, like... It's got to be some sort like, of brain thing. Yeah, I feel like only bad things can happen with that. Um, and I don't know if I can handle that at this moment, so... I'm just going to leave this here. Um, I'm, but I figure I'll we can always come it. back and... Oh, I mean, if if you want, just don't do what it says. I guess I don't know. Well, that's easy. Okay. Well, then I'm gonna open up the drawer again. I'm gonna hand him the vial. Okay. I'll just shove it in the bottom of my bag. Yeah. Okay. We're gonna be good friends. I who? Um. Offhanded comment. You just hear his very. Yeah. Do we want to see if we can get, I think Finks, or is it, I can't remember if it's Finks or Azoth, can see if there's magical items in here hidden, or can you tell? I, uh, no, I can just see through things. Oh, okay. I, 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 I mean, we, Finks! Finks didn't come with you. Finks was walking in. What? Uh, uh can you tell if there's anything magical in here? Uh-huh. Can you look for us? Sure. I'll start looking around. Make an investigation check. Perception, perception. Not okay. investigation. Perception. While he's while he's doing that, I'm gonna to talk to Remus real quick and be like, so that heavy crossbow, obviously that's too heavy for me. 
Do you think uh, Boom Boom can handle that? Maybe we can give that to him. I feel like Boom 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 has bigger things he can wield. At least from what I remember, he had some like crazy. He did have a great club, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, we can we can bring it. Or, uh, do you want me to go? Get, I'll go get him. That's yeah. Let's let's bring everybody in. Who's still okay. outside? Oh. Seventeen, by the way. It's just you and Azoth outside right now. Okay. This entire time, I've been telling Azoth a very long and arduous story about yes. how one time I saw a pear, but it was so big that I thought it was a squash. And I'm, <laughs> and I'm really, really into this story. Like, really into it. I'm committed, and I'm telling you the whole thing. Like, every minute <laughs> detail. I'll just be sitting there reaching into my pouch with the, the jerky. <laughs> I miss these stories. <laughs> you walk out into the middle of one of these stories, Finks. You're glancing around. What was that perception check? Seventeen. Not magical. <laughs> okay. Nothing There's magical. a big, big crossbow though. That's very obvious. It's out of your reach too. About size of you. Hmm. What about that? Not magical, but it's big. Yeah. We saw that. Maybe we thought maybe Boom Boom could use it. It's too heavy for me. I can't deal anything with that. All right. Maybe we can make it smaller. Hmm. No. No, no. let's not do that. Finks is going to leave. Okay. Finks walks out. Remus walks out. Boom Boom, Azoth. She has to, uh, Remus, you grab him, Boom Boom, bringing him in. I mean, I'll, I'll just say, Boom Boom, I don't know what you're wielding anymore weapon wise if you're still empowered by mama or you got something else going on there's a there's a pretty large crossbow there in there though that i think you could just take if you wanted to use it it sounds very interesting brother but boom boom still have motherfucker and i pull the axe out see that's what i and then i, I put it I, I look around <laughs> and i, I go, told you he had something big i forgot <laughs> what it was but i knew he had something big well, but i i am glad you are both here I was just telling Azoth a very interesting story from Boom Boom Travel, and I will start from beginning. And I do. And yeah. about halfway through, Howard's going to be like, how could I forget this? <laughs> um, is, uh, I'll look at Howard and go, did you see any, like, uh, now that I gave uh, Boom Boom the pistol back, I kind of want something to, to throw. Did you see, like, a sling? Or a slingshot or anything in there by any chance? Uh, no slingshot. There's a huge uh, crossbow. I don't know if you can wield that, but yeah. Um, and there was a couple of like rusty looking daggers, but no, no kind of slingshot. Okay. Got a really uh, good rock. Did you guys take anything? Um, yes. I found some chalk and some papers. Azoth will, Azoth will throw a couple gold pieces inside. I don't think I hey, took hey, anything. Hey. I didn't. I didn't find I didn't. anything I was looking for. Okay. Nope. Yeah, I'm the only one who took right. paper and chalk. Okay. Uh, Anthony, uh, at some point, maybe before Finks jumped into the shop, I kind of just wanted to like poke my head around that alley where the two gentlemen were brutally murdered and just see if there's any bodies still in there. Maybe someone cleans them up. I don't know how Barovia works. There is no bodies. Okay. Just it's like kinda like Disney, look. the cats. If you want to go over there. further and look, see if there's blood there, you may. <laughs> no, I don't. Just curious if there's a cleanup crew. I don't know. Bodies are gone. You don't okay. know what happened to them. I'm just going to kind of like tuck that necklace in a little tighter and 
not say much else about it. Okay. Boom, boom, make a perception check. 17. Okay. All good. Noted. Uh, all right. What do you guys do before you moving on the road then? I mean, I'm on your way out. I'm any- good if anyone else has anything. Okay. Do we want to set up a base of operation in case we have to come back here? I mean, we've got those rooms we rented. Yeah, I suppose so. I don't know how long that's going to last, though, because I didn't really technically reserve them. I just kind of took them. But you have the key. I do have the keys. Good point. Yeah, let's go. We're good. Okay. Do we have things that we could sell? We could just come in their shop and sell things to people. Derail the whole campaign and just be shop owners in Barovia? Yeah. <laughs> okay. It'll be fun. Okay. Uh, I did boom, hear boom. they do sell some uh, really good Barovian cream uh, donuts. So. Oh, oh. The Fabala uh, five-finger oh. discount. <laughs> I, mean, I love honestly, it. yeah. Fabala five. I could pull that a lot. <laughs> All right. Fabala five and dime. Okay, so you guys make your way out of the town. You guys are five five again. You guys make your way out of the village of Barovia to the west. You see uh, a door wooden uh, blocking the exit is closed. There are two individuals that are at the gate. See you approach. One smacks the other one's start to open, uh, start to smack them away. You see them both start to push the door open so you may pass through. As you go to leave, it goes, be back before sundown. Russia's spending the night out. The wolf. Do not talk to Boom Boom and friends like this. That is very disrespectful to Boom Boom and Mama. We will come back when we choose to. Did he say wolf singular or wolves? said wolves okay i just want to make sure i was like that's very ominous if there's only one there's wolf. one wolf and it's really fucking people up <laughs> <laughs> so the wolves he tells you yeah the one that looks at you kind of eyes you when you mention mama like please okay uh <clears throat> you hear the gate close behind you you guys look out. It is morning. You have an adventure along uh, at your hands. You begin journeying out. Barovia is weird. It's like a chilly fall afternoon in comparison. But there's this constant present of something's always watching you all. Some of you that's normal. Some of you that's new. You do hear after every few steps the ah, ah, or the oh in the distance. As you pass by thickets of thick bushes of wildlife and trees and vegetation that start to grow on 
in uh, clusters around the patches of this dirt road that is now leading you in a uh, southern, western direction. You see, they they rake and they shake, and there's almost like rattling noises coming from them. And then these decrepit, sick-looking bunnies start crawling out from one of them and just hop around, look at you. They look sick and famished, malnourished, and then start running off in one direction. You're going to walk a little further. There's a look up. Ravens staring down at you ah! ominously. You guys appro- approach a stream. As you do, you see the water flows as clear as a blue winter sky through the valley. The river is roughly 50 feet wide with the depth ranging probably about five to 10 feet or so. It's an arching stone bridge that crosses the stream. Cobblestone pathways lead up to it as rocks are starting to be um, placed sporadically to kind of build up to this. At one point, it was probably very grandiose and pleasant looking. Now it just looks beat up and left semi-maintained. You guys cross over it. Things. Can you mend this bridge? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think so. That's probably too big of a job, right? For mending. Probably mending's a cantrip. Things Remus, doesn't what about your... want to go near water, so no. I was gonna say, Remus. What about your disc? Can we use that to get across? We probably can. I mean, how long's the bridge? The bridge is 50 feet, crosses it. It comes uh, up and uh, over it at a bump. I mean, you see that this looks to be the pathway through this town. So if it if it has to be passed by with the Vistani and their carriages, you're assuming it's safe. I think it's, not, be it's, fine not, it's not like broken over. though. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Guys, cross the river. Yeah, I'm gonna be looking like walking carefully, but also like looking on the sides, making sure there's nothing like underneath the bridge or whatnot. Make a reception check. As well as well. Okay, looking underneath the bridge, you don't see any distinct figures of individuals or humanoids. There's a moment you swear you see a child, maybe, and you see under the bridge. It's not a child. It's just a small doll with these black button eyes laying on part of the riverbank underneath it. So you'd have to cross the bridge fully, come down and go around to go get the doll if you wish to. How far away is the doll? If you're, have you, how are you guys crossing the bridge? Probably 25 feet from you. Can I thorn whip the doll to try and grab it and Indiana Jones it up? I get a range of 30 feet. Make a really good attack roll and follow-up checks. To thorn whip it directly to you as indie, as indie style. Um, so 
23 for the attack roll. Okay. As you pull out, uh, boom, boom, you see this elf, this wood elf druid pull out this uh, small piece of branch that's almost kind of broken and snapped off in their hand. And as he pulls it out of his pouch, he kind of snaps it quickly as a, you see a, a, a whip of vines and thorns come stripping out from it as he kind of cracks it a few times, whips it at the doll and goes to pull back on it. Make a dexterity check as you whip backwards. As you secure, you see it loop around and snap around it. And as you snap back, the doll comes flying and you catch it in your hands. Pulling it back. I'll hand it to Howard. This looks like something you would like. Strangely enough, I do. It's a very simple doll, um, featureless with long black hair. Or like fate, like no like distinct features, but like you see these buttons, a spot where there's a stitching of a mouth, uh, black hair or strands of something to, that would be the hair come down off of it. And you see that they're wearing a very plain uh, gray skirting or clothing looking material with green looking pants. And this doll is the stitching of some canvas kind of bag like material is stuffed with maybe at one point it was some nice cotton and fluff but right now it is uh very rock hard and doesn't have any like cushion to it okay i say leave it or burn it nah this this is actually my travel companion now the um boom boom does this look like mama it does not look like mama Okay, well, this will be my re- my representation of it. And I'm going to stick it in the side pouch of my bag. So that way it's kind of like sticking out like it's just along for the ride. <laughs> okay. Always facing Remus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll angle it to where it's always facing him. I okay. hate this so much. The doll's going to kill you. <laughs> I, I, um, I, I was think, debating just throwing a psychic dagger at the doll as we passed by it. <laughs> you should put you should put the potion thing inside of the doll. Oh, it's brilliant. Then it can talk. <laughs> okay. Okay. So you uh, pass over the bridge with your newly acquired doll and you start to come down and wrap around a forest, a section of this forest that begins to have this thicket tree overlooking on kind of crouching over on both ends of you of your pathways and your far left and right uh, pathway uh, becomes a little bit more thicker, uh, padded in earth uh, dirt pathway with clops of horse uh, horseshoes that you could see that have traversed multiple times in this direction. Uh, who's making a survival check as we traver- as we move forward and who's what's the party gathered? Like where's everyone standing? I'll be in front of Remus to angle the, Doll Adam. I'll be in okay. the back. Boom Boom's probably in front because he's a he's an idiot. So. And I'll follow I'll, behind Boom Boom. All right. I'll be a- fourth. Azoth and Boom Boom. Each of you make uh, survival checks. Yeah, 16. 16. Oh, look at that. Uh, nice. With a nice collective survival check. You all hear the rustling of bushes and a, 
kind of start to begin to build and get louder. So, where, where, how, how close is this rumbling coming from? 20 feet to your left in the woods. As you look over, you're on the right path, and you haven't felt like you're being followed at least by any specific individuals. But now you hear the, the snapping of, of trees and sticks. 20 feet to the left? Yes, you hear it in the, in the mist. Eldritch Blast. Attack roll with disadvantage. All right. Uh, ooh, 15 and an, uh, an 8. Okay. Can I shoot a second Eldritch Blast? I'll let you do a follow-up Eldritch <laughs> Blast with disadvantage again. Okay. Oof. And? Oof. Bad. Okay. Yeah, seven. There were warning shots. That's all that was. Oh, okay. I know. I know that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, of that's what they turned out to be. They were yeah. meant to be. <laughs> all right. You hear? <laughs> you missed. This low grumbling, growled voice coming from the mist. Well, then step out of tree line and face Boom Boom, and I will send your hide to Mama. Make a dexterity saving throw. You son of dick. As you see Uh, a glowing red light coming from the left in the direction that you shot. Oh, I, I rolled a zero. Okay, cool. So hold on. Let me roll damage. All right. It was a strong zero, but. <laughs> Give me a second. I need to roll this dice a couple times for you. Yeah, right. Yep, that's a d12. Oh, boom, boom. He's dumb and he's not dexterous. Fantastic. What the hell does he even do? <laughs> you take 15. Sorry. Yes. 15 points of we'll say um, fire damage for the sake of it, as a beam of red light streaks out of the mist and hits you in your shoulder plate. And uh, for the majority of the blunt of the blast, it hits uh, part of your scale mail. But then it's, it's kind of almost reflects and slides off of the mail. you thinking you've done smart, whatever it was missed, and then bounces off and under your armor into one of your shoulder plates. It hits your shoulder as you feel your, your uh, over here, like your muscles begin to burn and it's on fire. And essentially you got hit with a laser blast. Well, son of a bitch, hellish rebuke. Do I get a save on that or is it just a, ha- it just happens, doesn't it? It just happens. Uh, I think it's safe for half damage. I'm pretty, I'm that, pretty... That, roll damage for me. It's 20. Really? I was gonna say yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay, okay. You hear? Ah. I was Get gonna him! say, can Howard can Howard shoot two elders blasts at like where he sees the source of the red light come from? I'll give you a straight uh attack roll. Okay. 
High DC though. To be fair, whatever just shot that laser is now engulfed in flames, <laughs> or at least yeah. was for a split second. Okay, uh, so twenty for the first one straight, and then ooh, twenty again. Same roll, thirteen twice. That would hit them. Awesome. Okay. Roll damage. So the first one is eleven points, and then twelve points of damage. So twenty. 3 11 12 yeah 23 you hear the <coughs> a coughing in the sound of a uh almost like a someone was just hurt and uh boom boom you do hear the <coughs> of someone almost gonna... trying to uh talk through smoke and flame as you hear the, the crackling sound of fire beginning. And Howard's going to gonna yell out, I just remembered him. Don't you fucking kill him. <laughs> and with that, folks, we're going to roll initiative. Thank you, Howard. As you... It, it, right. it, is, it is tough to talk shit when on fire. You idiot. <laughs> I still can't do the fucking boom boom voice. God damn it. You, you, you fall into it here, Derek. And my initiative's a two. That's because I don't have the voice down yet. Yep. Okay, so 20 to 25. 22. Nice. So I missed the initiative roll talk. I got a 23. Always one up in me, Remus. I'm sorry, I rolled a nat 20. Oh, nice. All right. Uh, who's. 15 or 20? 16. 16? All right. Uh, 10 to 15. 10. Fucking 10. And then boom, boom, you're last. All right. He's got hurt, so he's already down low. Okay. So uh, we're gonna get. We're gonna start off first uh, set of encounter. Uh, first set of combat at the top of the round. Uh, you guys are on, as so we set the scenes, I don't have a counter table ready. We'll get that set for next time. But you guys are on a dirt padded road that is 15 feet wide. Trees come up to the edge of the road. There is a very little uh, grass space between where the road and the trees begin. It's very similar to when you guys had first arrived in Barovia and the trees were very thick and the mist was dense. Uh, the top of the trees curve over. Part of it's kind of blocking out the sky. It has a sleepy, hollow, ominous, uh, uh, secluded, and kind of closed in feeling. You hear the as a 
bipedal looking wolf with metal armor built onto his chest and across his face step out of the trees as a cyborg like werewolf grabs the trees and kind of steps over them one of his legs is a is metal and you see his eyes glowing his uh, one metal eye is glowing red as he's scanning you down why hello there you must be our new guest. As he begins to charge up his eye again as he's taken his turn. It is now uh, another one as there is a one <coughs> uh, that is coming out of the tree similar, but his, uh, instead of his, uh, the one side of his face, the uh, right half of his face being metal, it's the left half. And it's very... Uh, uh, opposite of what the first one had as he's yes yes <coughs> as you see him kind of surrounded by flame this little uh, bit of infernal looking flames and fire flicking off of his body uh, you see his eye starting to glow up red also no metal legs by the way just kind of part of metal armor on his chest, but it's kind of stitched in where part of his rib cage is metal plating and comes up to part of his pack and it cuts down. And then maybe part of his shoulder has a little bit of armor spike growth on it. Uh, Remus, you're up at the top of the round. What are you doing? Up on deck after Remus is going to be Azoth and then Howard. All right, so I'm in the back of the pack. Uh, is anyone like super up in their face, or is this guy still pretty far out? No, they're just breaking from the tree line and just stepping out into the open. Okay, well, I'm going to then throw two psychic daggers at it and kind of fan out to the right after I do so. All right, make an attack roll. All right, which one the first one that stepped out or the second one? Uh, the first one. First one? Throw yep. it at him. Ooh, that's definitely not going to hit with a 10. Definitely does not hit with a 10. He's got robo armor. Um, I just want to check one thing. Uh, da, 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 da. Yeah. All right, and then I'm going to make the offhand psychic dagger attack. Okay, make attack with the second one. 17. That gets. All right. That's going to be not as cool, but still kind of cool. Why can't I pick up these dice? Uh, That's going to be for a big old five damage. Okay. That'll show him. That'll show him. Little little ping right at him. Maybe I hit one of his wires or something. Who knows? Throw a dagger at him. And as you see, it kind of fades into the metal. There's a part where it kind of re-solidifies uh, into like an actual dagger as you throw it. And it hits him in his uh, shoulders. Like, uh, uh. Okay. Damage. Break, break off to the right, probably 10, 15 feet. Okay. Just to, to spread right. us out. Okay. 
it happens. Finks, you're up. Ace off on deck. All right. So Finks Power is going boom, boom. to uh, hide behind some trees or maybe a big rock on the opposite side of the, the clearing that they're coming from. Okay. Make stealth check. Okay. That is a an eight. Okay. And uh, I'm going to cast on the first guy, the the, the one that's charging his laser, uh, Dispel Magic. I've never seen a robot before. I don't know how it works. Maybe I could try to, I don't know, turn off his armor, immobilize him, or turn off the laser. I'm not sure. Okay. But here goes. Uh, roll a d20 and add your wisdom modifier. Okay. Wisdom check. That is a 10. You see the glowing, pulsing, pulsing, grow, glowing brighter. Okay. Okay. Is that your, uh, that's your turn? Azoth, yep. you're up. Howard's on deck. Boom, boom, get ready. All right. I'm going to step, use my movement for my turn to step opposite again, kind of like Finks did, into the uh, brush and use Mask of the Wild to conceal myself. Okay. Uh, and with being concealed, I'm going to cast uh, Conjure Animals at a fourth level. And I am going to summon eight wolves. They're a challenge rating of a fourth or lower. Okay. So I'm going to summon eight wolves. Make a wisdom check. As you see, these wolves start to kind of faded and kind of conjured from the ground you see two or three of them start to kind of come crawling out of the dirt itself as these bones start to kind of pull together and you see a few even roll together and form a skeleton to kind of materialize as you see flesh and magic start to wrap around in circles and as you're conjuring the animals into their existence you see some more flanking also from the left and right of the forest to the mist to the left and right of you on this uh, pathway. 21. You begin to reach out with your telekinetic connection and there's a moment to try and issue a command and it's, it's almost like waiting for the dial-up to hit. Why are they not listening? And then there's a moment one of them, two, three, three of the wolves that you see take hold of you and understand what you're, what you're telling it and kind of that mental command. You hope the rest do as well. All right. Anything else you wish to do? If not, uh, Howard, then boom, boom. No. Okay. Howard, what are you doing? All right. Um, roughly how far away f from me are they? 10 feet. Okay, yeah. Then I'm going to use my movement to back up my full 30. Okay. And on the one that is charging up, I'm going to... Hold on one moment. Yep. What's your AC? Uh, 14. As you step back, one of the wolves that's off to the edge uh, by you, snap that. Wait, one of my wolves? One of Azoth's wolves. 
Oh, shit. Okay. It misses, but it snaps in your direction as you walk kind of past it to step backwards and move 30 feet back. That's interesting. Um, and I'm going to turn to the... God damn it. Um, the one that's charging and put my hands up and be like, did you know that Scott came before reggae? And I'm going to cast dissonant whispers at... (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I had to. (laughs) I love it. Okay. um, Which one was it at? The first one or the second one that came out? At the one that was charging up. The one that started... They're both charging up. Oh, okay. Uh, The one that wasn't then smoking and on fire, I guess. Okay. So the one that uh, first came out. And that's a fail. Cool. So So then he takes five D6. Ooh. I lost the other one. I would have had six. Let's see. Uh, 19 points of damage, and he has to spend his turn trying to get away from us. Okay. Not bad. Okay. Anything else on your turn? If not, boom, boom, you are up. Uh, That's all I got. How many of these robot wolves are there? There are two half cyborg werewolves. All right. And they look like they look like a werewolf with like regular like ripped wolf muscled skin. And then there's parts of them that like on the one there, part of their peck chest is ripped off and part metal made. And the one has a robotic looking leg. Their both of their faces are ripped partly in half, Kano style. So, Metal's like plated into it. Would they count as a creature made of inorganic materials such as stone, crystal, or metal? Only one way to find out. Why? Because I'm casting Shatter on both of them. I'll say... And if they're made of that, like, technically, then they have disadvantage on their saving throw. I'll give them disadvantage on saving throw. All right, so DC 14 con for half damage. Um, And... The one that's smoking fails. The one that came out uh, first is not uh, succeeds. All right. So 17 to the failure and then half of that to the other guy. All right. All right. All right. That was going to be a lot cooler. So. As you, uh, what are you doing to craft to cast shatter? How's boom? What's boom boom doing for this to cast shatter? I, <laughs> I picture he just goes like shatter. <laughs> just, just, yeah, just literally says it. And with that, you see both of the werewolves kind of look at each other, and they're just gonna wait. And then you hear popping from the air itself in front of them. This. <laughs> as there's a sound of almost force-like energy that just erupts from them as if 
it's kind of like uh, Dragon Ball Z where they throw the punches and they're moving so fast and you just hear crashes of thunder and lightning kind of like pop, 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 pop. And they, the one starts to kind of rock and paint. <laughs> Looking really hurt. The one that is turning around that had failed its save uh, begins to kind of buckle down. And uh, you see him kind of shake off whatever he was feeling of needing to run away, look around and looking around at Howard with kind of a fear. Howard, you staring him down, see he's stare, still frightened by you, but Boom Boom has his attention a bit also. So who knows where he'll move with that. Oh, and the one that didn't get that hurt from that, the one that saved? Yes. I want a bonus action Hexblade's Curse. Bonus action Hexblade's Curse. Okay. Okay, cool. So, top of the round. Okay. Uh, the first one goes, I'm another fight for another day. We know the land better than them. As he begins to kind of stumble backwards, moving away from the party, just staring you down. I need everyone to make a dexterity saving throw. As he just kind of lets the beam go from his from his eye, looking away, as you see him kind of begin to kind of stumble backwards further. And seventeen. Yep. Is there any uh, advantages for being hidden in the tree line? No. Six. Uh, I'm using yeah. that inspiration from today. Go for it. Actually, um, on decks against, would this count as an effect that I can see while not blinded, deafened, or incapacitated? In the sense of uncanny dodge? No, no, no. It just, I think it's a barbarian thing. It just says I have advantage on decks. Oh, yeah. Dangerous sense. That you can see. Yeah. Yes. Then I'd say um, for the moment, yes. Okay. In that case, then. Oh, that's a lot better. All right. Uh, well, it was a nat 20 minus one, so 19. Okay, hold on then. I got a 21 as well. And I got an 18. Nice. 15 and higher. You take... Be trying to do the math in my head real quick. Sorry. 22 points of damage. I take zero because of evasion. That you do. 15 and uh, lower than 15, you take 37 points of fire damage. You hear about 30 feet down the road <laughs> as Howard falls down. Okay. There is a rocket of this blinding red beam that goes boom and as you all kind of dive off to the side all uh taking the taking some damage howard you feel the did you is he down he's unconscious yeah thanks how much did we take on that one i'm sorry 37 points if you failed what if we passed 
22. 22. 22. 22. Shit. All right. It's 37 points of fire, uh, fire damage. It gets... As a, as a beam of uh, red energy rockets into the ground, leaving a crater. That's... <laughs> Till next time. Ivan, let's go. As he turns, you see this uh, second kind of in command looks at him, wanting to fight. And uh, as he fights his best will and runs off, but not without, but not before letting go his blast of I beam. I need you all to make a dexterity saving throw again. Oh man, I'm going down. Sixteen. Twenty-one. What were they? 16, 17, 18, and 21? I don't know. Howard's down, so... You, you fail, yeah, he's, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. One I death save. I got a 17. Okay. So you're all going to take half damage, then? Zero. Two health. Here we go. Hope I make it. <laughs> four. It is a four. <laughs> It's 21 points of, uh, oh, wait, 21, wait, hold on. It'd be 10 points of fire damage. You all take as the last, uh, as the other individual, I'll see you again. And they go running off up the pathway, running away from you guys, both of them. Do we get an attack of opportunity? Of course. Of course. Can I shoot two Eldritch? It's not my turn, but when it is my turn, I'd like to shoot two Eldritch Blasts at it. Okay. Uh, first up, real quick, Remus, are you awake or are you down? I Both times I used evasion, I just didn't take any oh, damage. Zero. Okay. Because I, I pass, yeah. Besides that, I've, I'm resistant to fire damage, too. Okay. So, uh, are you doing anything in response? You saw Howard go How down. How far was I from them? At this point, you're 35 feet out. From okay. Um, I'll throw two daggers at them. They were, when they let the blast go, they were roughly about 20 feet out. Okay. So two daggers going. Who are they going at? The first one or the second one? Uh, the second one. Second one? Make attack rolls. Mm-hmm. Do, do, do. 10? 10? And not 21. Hit. 21 hits. I'll say he has his back turned and he's running at this point. So throw that sneak attack on it. All right. That stacks damage. All right. We got 17 damage. Okay. Nah. Not bad. Not bad. No. But they were not within five feet of me. Otherwise, they would have been stopped in their tracks. <laughs> nice. Uh, thanks. Uh, I'm dead. Or down. Dead. Okay. Thanks. Um, make a death burning save. Burning behind one of the trees. Thanks. Make a death save for me. Or am I, or am I rolling them? Uh, you guys really? Rolling. All right. Nine. Oh, you got a nine? Oh. Yeah. 
Okay, you fail one. Uh, up next is Howard. Make a death save for me. All right, let's do this. We're starting like for die faster than you, Howard. <clears throat> um, it is oh, nice eleven. Okay, you succeed one then. But with the with the failed save, do I take one failure one, or two? One, no, uh, we'll say just make it easy, make it a one. Because an All attack right. roll would be a crit, which would be a two, but we'll just let it be. It's it's one. Okay. So you're one and okay. one. One and one then. Boom, boom. What are you doing? I'm going to shoot Eldritch Blasts at it, preferably the one I Hexblade cursed. Okay, make attack roll. <laughs> if possible. Uh, all right. So, well, wait, hold on. Do I get, did it say I get advantage or no? It just gets disadvantage against me. Okay, so I missed the first one. I assume a nine, probably this. Nine misses. <laughs> Two blasts come crackling out of your hand as you point at him. Uh, yeah, the second no. one's an eight. The second one's an eight. So that misses wildly too. They go off, skewed off in uh, to the right, hitting a tree. You see the one turn around, grab the other one's shoulder and go, can't we kill at least one? And they both just kind of turn around and look in your direction. They wait. Um, Remus. Oh, wait, hold on. We skipped Azoth. Azoth, what are you doing? Um, after all this, I mean, I would have honestly sent all eight wolves just to go attack. Like, I would have commanded them just to go attack. You see the wolves look a bit disgruntled and confused as they're kind of fighting their... They look like they're in turmoil, kind of fighting their own innate judgment. Like, they want to listen to you, but there's a confusion as if someone else is trying to take hold. Make a will, make a wisdom check. Twenty-one. There's a moment that the wolves look like they're going to turn on you, and they're and then you break forward. You go, you just kind of mentally command, "No, this this is not how it goes." I controlled you, and you see them all kind of push back at the other wolves as they begin to take off, leaping for them. You then also hear now at the same moment footsteps from the tree trees breaking off, and as you sent a pack of uh, nice forested brown wolves that were coming after them, you see black as night furred wolves jump out from the side to flank the other two werewolves that have begun to run away. And there's now a line in front of you of 10 wolves facing your eight, staring them down. That's where we're going to pick up next week. A little bit, little bit more detailed encounter to follow out how this interaction with the werewolves will go. Um, does anyone have any healing that anyone is going to immediately do to Howard and Fink seeing them on the ground. Um, I have to check my inventory real quick. Are I was going to say, I think I have like two healing potions in my bag, but that's... Are we still technically... To go through that. Are we still technically um, in combat in initiative, or would I be able to cast good berry and just plop it in their mouth? You cast good berry, pop in their mouth. Boom, boom. Alright, now we'll do one. Well, I get ten berries. I'll give each one five. It's like, berries, guys. Here, take one. 
each of you guys each get a, uh, a good I'll, berry. I'll chomp their mouths to make them, you know, massage their throat. All right. I'll let you guys come back at one hit point, and we'll pick up there in our combat encounter next week as uh, so I'll have a battle camp set up a little bit more visually appealing for everyone. As well as I'll have to get a boom boom mini to now have uh, set here, which Rick yeah. will have to have fun with. Uh, till then, everyone, thank you so much that has been tuning in. Uh, welcome back, our guest and uh, player, Boom Boom, by the one and only Rick LaPrade. Uh, this is a character that I love, that I've been very, uh, very anxiously waiting to bring back. Me and Rick have been talking about him for a little bit to see what's been going on in Boom Boom in his mind for the past few months. Better been almost about a year since we started the campaign. I don't know if you picked up on that or knew that, Rick. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we're about a year later. Uh, from when we first started. So it's very exciting, very uh, cool to have you back. Um, I'm your Dungeon Master, Anthony. Thank you so much, everyone that's been tuning in. Uh, please make sure that if you haven't yet, hit like, subscribe uh, below on Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook, as well as on our Instagram at podcasters underscore tabletop gaming. Um, you know, check us out, show the support. Please make sure to uh, share the stream to a friend, as well as head on over to that Facebook and hit like and join in the discussion with our players on their Twitters, uh, which I'll let them tell you all about right about now. So, uh, Azoth. Follow Azoth on Twitter at Podcasters Azoth. And anything that I'm doing in fun free time on the internet's at the Mark 716. Sweet. Uh, you can find Howard at. Uh, you can find Howard on Twitter at Podcasters H. Um, you can follow some of my arts if you want to um, on Facebook and Instagram at Ratfink Arts, R A T P H I N C Arts. Uh, check out his shirt. That's uh, one of my little designs there for the for the podcasters. So yeah, go check it out. Which we have a link tree below, and as well as in the bios on our social media. So please make sure to check out yes. the link tree. Also, right. that's a sweet shirt that mark did up it's a frick shirt uh with us and remus where do they find you uh i'm remus uh i'm ricky coats you can find me at rick underscore coats on instagram and twitter you can follow remus on twitter at podcasters remus he just tweeted stuff now earlier and probably during out the week it will be interesting I got an eye patch and it's been interesting to play in today and we'll see how it goes the rest of this campaign. Don't get injured in eye, pra- in eye patch practice. I'll try not to. It's 3D, so it has like the little indent at least. Oh, nice. okay, good. Uh, Tony? All right, you guys can follow Finks um, on Twitter at Podcasters Finks. If you want to follow me and my miniature painting, you can follow me on Instagram at Phoenix Forged. All right. And uh, last but not least, our uh, our favorite orc, Boom Boom, half orc, Boom Boom. I just remembered Boom Boom's password, so I don't yes. know. I, I'm yes. pro- I don't, so it's I don't know how often I'm going to use it. I'll I'll be honest, but it's it's Boom underscore Boom underscore D A N D D. So at Boom underscore Boom underscore D and D. Um, I, I mean, I'll probably use it. I don't know, but I mean, you can follow me at Ricky A. LaPrade. I just usually like shit post or talk about wrestling. Your so. shit posting is great. You have some great uh, pictures of your cat, Bob's, uh, the one and only. So please, everyone, make sure to follow oh. Rick. Well, you can also follow my cat, 
at Bub Fuzzins on Instagram and also at Bub Fuzzins on Twitter because I forgot I have a Twitter for him too. All of a sudden, my Twitter's working. What the hell? Oh, that's cool. Hey, great day for Twitter. Uh, But hey, everyone. Till then, everyone that did uh, check live, uh, thank you so much, Jeff and uh, BlackRock. Joe, so much for tuning in. I greatly appreciate it. We'll catch you guys next week and we'll pick up with this encounter as our players make their way uh, further towards White Plume Mountain. See you guys next week. Oh, by the way, till then, uh, grab those D20s because you need to keep rolling. Rick, Rick, you're missing. Rick, Rick. Gotta put, Hold a up something. Gotta, gotta put a dice up. Put a dice. Put a dice. Something. No, no one told me I had to do this. I'd be prepared. All right, here. Jesus Christ. Thank <laughs> Thanks, God. buddy. There's a dice. See, dice, and we're not streaming. <laughs> Guys. Sorry. I was like, no one told me to do this. I was like, you want the jar? I was like, <laughs> yes. Hold up anything. But, guys, uh, great little pickback pickup from last week. Um, it is hot as balls and I was able to start a little late. So it is hot up here. So I'm cutting it shorter than I wanted to, as well as I'm not going to be here to talk the whole time because it is hot as balls up here in my room. I have to get the AC going and hopefully in the next month or so we'll have AC at the new place. So I won't be sweaty as shit when playing D and D at night. Um, thank you guys. It's been a great time. Thanks for having me back. I got a job. You got a job. Yep. Such a good surprise. Yeah, it was, man. You made was my fun. day. Thank you. Yeah. Well, Rick. I'm running three hours of sleep, too, so I'm going to head off. <laughs> Everyone. Fucking voice. God yeah. damn it. Got to go back and listen to those old ones. I'll just have to listen to the old ones. You'll get it. But I, I thought, like, when you said you had to slow it down, like, that was nailing it. Like, you're like, all right, I have this now. So, yeah, man. I'm playing, like, three people who all speak, like, like Eastern European diehard bad guys in different campaigns. <laughs> like I just keep going back to that voice, and I'm like, no, that's not Boom Boom. <laughs> but nice. I'll figure it out. All right. All well, right. thank you all. all right, take care, and I'll see you next. You guys, week. all rock. Talk to you guys. All right, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.